In downtown Brooklyn, nestled on the first floor of Brick Arts and Media Center, there's a pop-up bookstore called Bem Books and More, a bookstore that exclusively carries food literature of the African diaspora. I had the opportunity to sit down with co-owners Gabrielle and Danielle Davenport. I'm sitting here with Danielle and Gabrielle, the Davenport sisters at BIM Books and More in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. How are you all doing? Great. (laughs) Doing great. Glad to be here. Okay, let's dive in because we are sitting in your beautiful pop-up cafe right now or your pop-up bookstore in the cafe in Brick right now in Brooklyn, right? Let's talk about BIM Books and More. Where did the name come from and what do you guys specialize in? So the name comes from our grandmother's initials, Bernice and Marjorie, and our whole focus is food literature of the African diaspora. So everything we carry is black authored and deals with food in some small or big way, whether that's our fiction or kids' books or the cookbooks themselves. Um, We have black food books. I love that. And do you guys have a background in food? Um, Not formally. My sister has done a lot of food service and worked in restaurants, um, but we grew up cooking a lot with our mother Um, and it was always the way that you know like so many families we gathered around the table and around cooking Um, we realized as we you know I moved to New York followed my sister here (laughs) um, and we realized that the thing we were talking about all the time is what we were cooking where we were getting our groceries (laughs) Um, and so it just sort of organically evolved we both have careers in the arts um, and food connects um, in the ways that the arts do, music, dance, theater, whatever it might Absolutely. be. Um, so again, it felt like sort of an organic outgrowth of our relationship and the stuff we were already thinking about. So what what drew you all to black food literature? Because you come from an acting background and you come from a music background. So what drew you all to black food literature? So I would say um, in college I studied both theater and comparative literature and my focus was on the African diaspora and Latin America and the Caribbean and my languages were Spanish, French and Portuguese. So this idea of like looking at diaspora cultures Mm -hmm. and all of the ways that that works and all of the elements of culture that flow through literature have always been um, super exciting and inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So sort of coming from that literary background and loving language, it just made so much sense as we were thinking about you know, we were thinking about starting a business together. And Mm -hmm. as we were sort of riffing on different ideas, it's like, what about something with food? What about something with books? What about a black food bookstore? We know Mm -hmm. of, you know, lots of wonderful black owned bookstores and incredible culinary bookstores, but there isn't really one that marries the two. Yeah, you all found that beautiful intersection. I love that. Yeah, and our whole thing, like in our mission statement, we say like food is, food is everything. It's it's politics, it's labor, it's nourishment. It's like anything and everything in our lives and worlds and societies that we want to get into, like Mm -hmm. food will give you a way in. Um, And there are just so many brilliant writers who are sort of stretching the bounds of what that can mean. Um, okay, so who really are some of your favorites? Um, one of my favorites, oh my gosh, favorites are so hard. I'm going to call out Toni Morrison. Of course. Um, we were just talking about Peanut like Butter Fudge. Yep. Yeah, right, I know, it's so easy. But that was a book that we didn't know about. I mean, mm-hmm. when we started Ben, we were like, Toni Morrison and her son wrote a book about making fudge at mm-hmm. Nana's house? Like, mm-hmm. let me get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there are just so many. I mean, I talk a lot about the, the scene at the beginning of Beloved. Like, it might not be the first thing 
and you know this, but she's baking biscuits. Absolutely. Like, our way into this like iconic Absolutely. work of American literature mm-hmm. is, is in the kitchen. It's you true. Know? Um, so yeah, that'll be my, it's a classic choice. Um, but it is. You, can't, you can never go wrong with you can't, you know? I can't even talk about you. I can't even talk about you because Tony is, you already know that she is a pinnacle in our society I mean, as, as it pertains to literature in general. Absolutely. So to throw food literature in that just widens the range. Okay. <laughs> okay, I I was looking through um, Tony Tipton Martin's Jubilee the other okay, night uh-huh. um, because I am forcing myself to cook. I'm having a friend over for a birthday dinner. I'm very excited. Okay. And we're going to make, I think, short ribs we decided Ooh. on from Jubilee. Ooh. Anyway, all of that is to say Tony Tipton Martin's work um, is also, you know, we have a couple of texts that are like the ones, mm-hmm. right? That when people are like, okay, where do I begin? Absolutely. We talk about the Jemima Code a lot. We talk about High on the Hog by mm-hmm. Jessica B. Harris. There are literally a book store full of others that people should be reading as well but um tony tipton martin um her approach to history the way that the storytelling feels right Mm -hmm. and you're still getting all of the the sort of data right the facts that that history buffs are looking for um i love her writing um and like i mentioned before one of the writers that really catalyzed me thinking about food in this Mm -hmm. way is intozaki shange very um, much so yes most well known for for colored girls mm-hmm. um but her book if i can cook you know god can was like just so revelatory Very for me so. um about just her talking about what it means to be a woman and a mother and an artist mm-hmm. and providing for people through food and through other things through her art mm-hmm. um was so yeah, just eye-opening. I don't know how else to describe it. So that's the book I always talk about where I'm like, that's why that's why I'm doing this is because Absolutely. of that book, <laughs> because of her work. I love that. And so right now you're located in Brick in Fort Greene. But where, what are, do we have a brick and mortar? Do we have plans for a brick and mortar? What's the situation? We have big plans. Um, we started online in January of 2021, and we've had a consistent. Oh, you're fairly new. Yeah, okay. yeah. We just hit our second birthday. Oh, um, toddler babies. Yeah, <laughs> we are absolutely in the toddlerhood of entrepreneurship. Okay. <laughs> this has been a, you know, a thrilling journey and so much to learn at, at every step along the way. But with the community that we're building so far, and the really amazing response that we're getting to the work that we're doing. It feels really clear to us that having a home of our own that allows us to not just sell the books, although Mm -hmm. that's not a just in our world, Mm -hmm. um, but to have our test kitchen and to have our events and to have our programming and the cooking classes and all the wonderful talks and conversations. Um, Yeah, yeah. So we're really excited to dig into it from a home of our own, um, hopefully in Bed-Stuy within the next year. So let me ask you this, because you you did touch on... um, how you cooked with your mother, and it's named after your grandmother. Mm-hmm. But what, why do you think spaces like this are so important for us as a community? That's such a good question, and we're talking about that literally every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the importance of having a place to come and be in community and talk about stuff that you care about and are excited about and feels good to you mm-hmm. is essential, especially at this point in the pandemic, mm-hmm. in a gentrified and gentrifying Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very cognizant of how we fit into that and the space we want to make available to people. And I think ultimately it really started because this is something we would love to see and love mm-hmm. to be able to go to, right? Mm-hmm. And as we talked to people about the concept, they were like, oh, yes, I would I would come. Like, yes. That sounds delightful. I would love to come and work there and, um, you know, test recipes there, whatever the case might be. Um, 
we started online during the pandemic mm -hmm. because what we always set out to do in the very beginning was create this this home. Um, we're really excited to build out our archive and reading room so that really any way you might want to engage with black food, you could do it in this beautiful building that doesn't exist yet, but it's coming. You, but, right, and right now you're in a good building. You got lots true. of joy as yes. you can hear in the background. Very true. Very true. You know, so and I true. love the intentionality that you all have put into um, not only the literature that you carry, mm -hmm. but down to Brooklyn tea. Yes. You know, and Yolele's Fonio chips. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you've kept it very, uh, very organic in that way. Where did that come from as well in keeping and getting black brands into the space? It was for us, I don't know if it was ever even a point of conversation. It was like, of course, like we, you know, all of our literature is black mm -hmm. authored and all of the brands that we carry and businesses we're going to support are going to be black led as well. Mm -hmm. um, and in many cases, black women led at that. Um, so, yeah, it was just a matter of finding things that we were excited about um, and just being really excited to celebrate. It feels like in so many cases, people kind of have the feeling like, oh, like you have to be limited by the fact it's like, no, it's not a limitation. Mm -hmm. It's actually a really wonderful opportunity. To, to celebrate um, and to, to move toward things that, that excite us. So from yeah. the, the chips to, you know, the honeys or, you know, Harlem Candle Company candles that we yes. sell um, down to all of the books. It's all, everything is, um, you know, is, is made by black folks and it's something we're excited to celebrate. And I love that you guys have been really intentional about that. And my last question is, will you get me one of those little honey grenades? <laughs> I would like to have that the in my home. The honey grenade is so tricky. It's like once people figure out how to use it, they're like, wow, this yeah, is amazing. Yeah, it's OD. Like a mess, like getting, getting into it is very complicated. I but, love the honey grenade because you, know. you two are the bomb. I do. I love it. Thank you. We will call it that officially from now on. You're welcome. <laughs> right here. Yes. So if you all are in the Brooklyn area, make sure you stop by Fort Greene um, at the Brick Building to them, books and more. Okay. Yes. Make sure you say the whole thing. That is us. And when, so how long are you all going to be in this particular space? We'll be here through the end of May for okay. right now. Um, Brick has been a wonderful partner and host, so we'll see, right? When we were here over the holidays, we didn't expect to be here right now, <laughs> but it's worked out really nicely. So officially right now we're open through the end of May. Okay. Um, and we're super focused on fundraising and getting to this brick and mortar sooner than later um, because it's lovely to, to be in the pop-up mode, but it's also, you know, books are heavy, right? Yes. Like we're moving around the city yes, they are. with a lot of materials all the time. Mm -hmm. So it'll be really nice to have a home base, even if we're still doing pop-ups from one place. That yes. is not our apartments. And <laughs> if I'm not in the Brooklyn area, but I still want to support Ben Books and More, how can I do so? Visit us online, okay. um, for sure. We have, um, on, in each pop-up, we have room for sort of a slice of our collection, okay. um, but the place where you find all of it, all the cookbooks, the fiction, the poetry, the nonfiction, the kids' books, um, it's all online at bem, B-E-M, brooklyn.com, and Instagram is the best place to stay up to date on, you know, our hours at the pop-up and where we're popping up next and, and all that good stuff. We cannot wait to see what happens more with Ben Books and More in the future and the Davenport <laughs> sisters. I want you all to know that they are very talented um, and in different spaces. So I'm excited to see you all here and elsewhere. Yes. So thank you for chatting with us today. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you pleasure. so much. <laughs> we appreciate it.